Hello, and welcome to a special episode of the Smooth Sports Podcast brought to you by TheSwaveReport.com. I am your host, Jonathan J.G. Smooth Goodell. So glad you could join me as I aim to go beyond the field and the court with my guests to get the stories you don't see in the headlines. My guest today has spent much of the past few months going from high school to high school talking to players and coaches who are preparing for a season under unprecedented circumstances. He is here to help me preview the upcoming 2020 Oklahoma high school football season. I'm joined once again by James D. Jackson, sports reporter for the Oklahoman. James, again, thank you for taking the time out of your very busy schedule to once again talk to us today. We are here because at the end of Mr. Jackson's last interview, we had decided to do a high school fo- a high school fo- football preview, and with this being week zero of the 2020 football season, now is as good of a time as ever. So, James, tell me now, uh, you know, you've been talking to coaches for quite some time now because, you know, you had to do the preview and whatnot. So, which teams have impressed you, caught your eye, you feel like should be teams that our listeners should keep an eye out on this season? Well, that's, I mean, there's a lot of good teams out there. And, uh, just based on what we what we collected from coaches and coaches coming back. Um, top of class 681, you know, typical Owasco, James, Coastal Union, that's, you know, typically the teams that are up there. Uh, and the tennis they follows them just you know just but based on who, who they all have coming back in the Santa Fe obviously loaded with talent for a long time I know more about them just covering with the sun um, a lot of guys going to OSU from that from that school and just they're really good at you know marketing their kids and, and getting the get guys to the next level um, but as far as far as you know winning state championships they're they're in the run, I would say, this year, along with the Washington James Union. Um, obviously, those teams are, you know, they're at the, most of the time they're the ones there at the top. So that's no different this year, compared uh, to this season. Uh, so six eight two. Oh, oh, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Six eight two. There's, you know, there's Big C and Stillwater. Um, you know, leading the way, Big Speed and won the last couple six day two classic state championships. So um, they are becoming. I mean, they are they are a dynasty at this at this point in time. They really they really take control of that class. And Stillwater is just behind them. They they Stillwater they knocked off them the last couple times in the state championship game. And I think Stillwater is really hungry to finally you know over, overcome. The Spartans and the, you know they Spartans and their their quest for a gold ball. Uh, the trail right behind them is, is I, I think it's Dale City. Um, I mean they're they're really good program. Uh, they have a couple guys now they're especially on their defense that are going to the next level. Um, I think they they're going to be one of the best defenses in the state. You know as we as we finish up after this season they're going to be deemed as one of the best. Um, and Dell City, I don't know if you know this, um, they are they're actually one of the pioneers of putting the mask on their their face mask, so the helmets. 
so players can kind of, you know, when they're not, when they're on the sideline, they can just have their mask, their helmet on, and they'll definitely have their mask inside, built into the helmet. And we kind of just ran a story about that uh, front page today, just, you know, based on that situation, how they kind of pioneered this method um, in Oklahoma high school sports. There's, you know, other teams are following them, such as in the Santa Fe, there's, there's, there's Noble, um, a couple schools like that, um, you know, just kind of following their lead on that. And, I'm, and you know, just doing their best to keep people safe. Um, like I said, I talked to Mike Dunn, who's the head coach at Dell City. Really good guy, really understands how to create a good program. Um, you know, really impressed with what he's doing over there. I really applaud him for what he's, what he's, what he's doing. Uh, you know, Class 5A is typical collaborative. You know, we, I keep saying we, but that's, that's all my They're going to keep on winning. That's, they're they're going to do it again, you know, based on our records and who we've talked to. Um, really impressed, you know, just what they're doing to be able to keep, keep, keep guys coming in and keep guys playing at the highest level. We, we kind of talked about that last podcast, just how they, they've been able to do something like that, you know, just for keeping that stability for so long. Um, they're kind of like Bixby in that, that, that realm where they're, they're taking over that, that, uh, that class. Um, class 4A, obviously Wagner, um, Weatherford, two teams I'm not too familiar with, you know, um, we we kind of all had you know maybe that the responsibilities from who would go over each class, um, but I you know I, I trust obviously I trust our guys. I, I know that they have talked to coaches, they've done their research, they you know done their best they could, and you know place them at the top is not you know nothing crazy. <laughs> I think it's a very accurate statement. So um, down to three A, there's Heritage Hall. Chargers, I mean, they got uh, they got a bunch of good guys. That I mean, obviously Heritage Hall is one of those powerhouse schools as well in lower in the lower uh, classes. You know, uh, over time they've always been like this. Nothing has changed for them. They lost they lost, they lost one game last year, um, so they're going to re- try to repeat that year, but win the whole thing this time. And they they bring back fourteen starters, so that team is not. Um, they're not lacking much of what they lacked last year. So they're bringing back a lot of guys that are that know how to win, basically. And I think that will the experience of what they learned last year and the guys that bring it back. Um, they're I think they're prime, you know, to take that class. Uh, Barry Hill, Paul Hall, you know, kind of behind them. I think they're they're chasing Heritage Hall for this. Heritage Hall is the team to beat in that class. I feel like this year. Um, so just you know, really impressed with Heritage Hall. Uh, the guys are bringing back. Yeah, I think they'll they'll have a really really good season uh, if we get to the point where we can finish the entire season. Um. Okay. Now. Go. I'm gonna bring your attention back to six day because now I feel like I asked this question on uh, people who follow the sport here every year. But do you think this is the year where a metro area team can finally wrangle 
that gold ball stranglehold from the Tulsa area teams in both 6A classes because it seems like every year, you know, like you mentioned at the very top, it's the same almost like constant trio of like Owasso, Bigsby, Jinx, Union, Broken Arrow. Can can a can a can a Metro a city OKC Metro area team Edmund team Moore team Norman team? Do any of them have a realistic shot this year, in your opinion, to finally dethrone one of those guys? Uh, yeah, I think there is. I think, you know, Edmund Santa Fe, uh, they're one of the top schools. Um, we deem them as one of the top schools in the class. I think they really do have a good shot at, you know, if they bang the ball rolls their way, they could really knock off the teams and, you know, maybe take the entire crown this year. Um, they got, like I said, they got a lot of good guys coming back that are pretty good. Uh, Colin Oliver, James Burnett, Kalen Citron. I mean, there's a couple guys that are just really, really talented. They're actually going on to play at the next level. Um, that that usually helps, you know, in a, in a team scenario. Guys that, that, uh, that have gained their exposure to go to the next level, they can believe that it's good guys that are around now. And, you know, bring everybody else to their abilities. Um, and I, I think that if anybody was to do it, I think at this moment, you know, just before the season even started without saying anything, it would be incentivated to finally to knock off one of the top three Tulsa teams. Um, now, in 6-8-2, now Stillwater, I know they, 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 they do return a good amount of talent, but they also lost their starting quarterback right Mike Gundy's son I believe graduated who is um who's 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 next in line there to kind of continue their you know upward trend as far as one of the better programs in the state uh Caleb 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 Allen is there they're going to be their starting quarterback he's a singer this year um as far as I know, I mean, I didn't get a chance to talk to Stillwater myself, but as far as I know, they're, he's, a, he's a pretty good guy. He can really handle uh, the moment in time, so uh, I can't really speak much to him, you know, just on my knowledge, but uh, I know some of our guys talked to him. He's the guy, he's the guy to, to look forward to. Like you, a lot of people had that question, so we, we really wanted to make sure that we answered it for people. And, and we know for sure a senior, you know, Caleb Allen is going to be the guy. Uh, you know, unless something unfortunate happens, you know, before game one, um, he's going to be the guy this year. Obviously, you know, replacing is <laughs> is my uh, we got to That's that's just a tough tough uh, deal to do. But I mean, usually when you sit behind somebody at that caliber of talent, you learn a lot from them. Um, so I would think that he would he would have learned a lot. He would know how to run this offense now. Uh, I think that he's going to be the guy. So that's what they're going to vote with. Okay. Um, now I know there, there also are there are some new coaches. I know there's 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 one in Southmore. Um, that I believe has what like one of the better kickers in in the country. Um, and. Uh, and, and I, yeah, yeah, the Arkansas guy, right? Yeah. Um, I, believe he's, I believe he's listed as the number two kicker in the entire nation. So. Yeah, I'm telling he's, you. He's really, really good. You typically, 
we have a Super 30 list that we do almost every year, which is kind of uh, just the, who we think are the top crews heading into their senior year. And typically, a kicker does not make that list. And Carolina was fortunate enough to actually, we thought he was one of the just overall one of the best kids in the state. So he actually made the list. He's one of the few kickers to ever do so uh, with Oklahoma. So we really respect his talents. Um, you know, really respect what he's got going on over there. He's, I think he's, he's, he's one of the best. I mean, he's, he's obviously the best in Oklahoma. Um, okay, now, uh, do you, are there, are there any teams in 6A1 or 6A2 that people might not be aware of that are due for a, for a breakout season? 6A2, I would say Choctaw. You know, typically here in Choctaw being a championship team, but they got, they got some guys over there really, really, you know, Really good. I got Jordan Dukes, who's going to be, he's like a 6'4. You know, I don't know what off the top of my head, but he's 6'4. Defensive back, committed to o- OU. Um, obviously, he'll be good. He'll be great for their program. They, they look for more size and length. And they got this uh, quarterback, Phil uh, Wassel, who is just over the last summer, who has grown into 6'2. Uh, uh, you know, Wait, again, I don't know off the top of my head, but he's a massive, massive quarterback who has a lot of talent. He's just a sophomore, so um, he's learned a lot from that quarterback last year who, uh, you know, really took their program to the next level. Um, I think chopped off anybody that would be, uh, I think if anybody should be deemed a sleeper, it'd be chopped off to, to really, you know, take the reins and and go out to that title. Uh, now you mentioned uh, Jordan Mukster. Now I, I you 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 did that 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 story over him, right? For the uh, Oklahoman, right? Where you, you you went over there and watched him do drills and 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 such, right? That that'd be okay. So now is he? Because uh, I know a, a good amount of listeners here are probably you know OU fans, so I have to ask you for someone who's seen him up close and personal. Is he indeed, in your opinion, the real deal? I mean, I didn't get to see him, you know, to necessarily do anything football related. It's more just a generally workout. But as far as I saw, I mean, he's, he has size for it. He has all the size that, that, that would be, you know, to be great at the next level. He has uh, the size and potential. He just learned it. He's a young guy. He just started playing football uh, back again a couple of years ago. I believe it was only his second year playing defensive back. And just you can see that the potential that he has. Oh, you reached out to him already, and he's committed to them now. That that should tell you the type of talent that he is. Uh, in my opinion, I mean, just based on the agility drills that I saw, it looks like a pretty good uh, defensive back to me. Uh, okay, now it, U.S. U.S. Grant now, and they've they've been playing as independent uh, the past handful of seasons. Now they they're they're making the the move back to six A, correct? Yes. Okay, now, um, what have you? Uh, wh- 
what 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 would you expect from them uh in the return because playing the schedule that, that they've been playing you know against more um you know lower level teams I, I know they they played my old high school the mount uh mount uh, mary which was just 3a couple of years ago so what what do you think um how do you think their return to 6A competition will be like for them? Well, it's, it's hard to it's hard to say where they'll be at. Um, you know, playing independent for the last couple of years, six years, I believe, it's just been you know trying to come back and, and jump right into the 6A two class, which is a really really tough class when you look at everything. Like all the teams that are in there, um, you know, I, I talked to their coach, Alex Spensky, and he's—I mean, he's a good guy, good program over there. They got going on. You know, they're doing the best they can. Is you know, during the pandemic, just the, that story by itself. Well, it's already you're already jumping into a difficult class. You already, you know, just coming out of the unknown, and now you're getting into a pandemic as well, and that really changes things around for you. Um, right now, they're, they're just, we have ranked at 15th in the in the class, which um, is I think a respectable mark. Not knowing what where they could be at or what you know how they're going to look in the defensive uh, class. So we'll just I, I don't I don't know off the top of my head. But we'll see where they end up. Uh, okay, now bring your attention to five, and now you mentioned. Uh, in the opening about Dell City and the the the, uh, the the helmet thing, so t- tell me how did that come about? That Dell City kind of became the uh, pioneer of uh, of the little of the uh, uh, movement here. Well, yes, yeah, so, uh, so Cameron George Jordan is the one who uh, kind of put this story together. I wouldn't want to take credit away from him. Uh, he's on our staff. Uh, you know, he really reached out to them and, and, and you know, got all the information from them. Del City is in the Class 6 day now. Oh, they are? Uh, oh, well. Yeah, that's, yeah, they're not in Class 5. But um, the game there, they reached out to the Game Day State, what their name is. Um, they kind of the, the, the company that puts these masks together you know, makes it available for, for schools. And Del City was kind of the, just, I'd say, one of the first ones in the state to do that, to reach out to them uh, and, and get, you know, the mask put onto their helmets. Just so when players are in the middle of playing, they can still kind of protect themselves and protect the other players as best as they can. Uh, when they come off the field, they take their helmets off. Uh, Del City is uh, making their, you know, requiring their kids to wear masks of their own, just kind of something to put over their face. So, you know, when Del City comes on the field, they're they're going to be masked up the entire time, which is which is a really really good deal for keeping football going this year. Uh, obviously, keeping the the, tra- the uh, transmission of uh, coronavirus, COVID nineteen, everything like that, keeping it down, keeping keeping football alive. Uh, like I said, Noble's following up with them. Uh, they're, they're also going to wear masks. Bishop McGinnis, Deer Creek, and the Tennessee schools like that have already reached out to Game Day State. They're uh, 
going to be one of the, the schools to uh, do the best they can to keep everything going. Um, that's pretty they That's pretty much it. Okay, well, good, good. I'm, I'm, I'm glad that we're taking that, that extra precaution because, you know, again, I'd love, hopefully would love to see a full season play out. Now, while we're on the subject of Dell City still, now you mentioned also they have a loaded defense. I know um, they have what Rajon Tatum, right, the younger brother of uh, what Ron Tatum, the second, the third, the former OU commit that I saw committed somewhere. Was it, was it UTSA, I think? Um, after he went to NEO, but regardless, uh, what do you think of Del City's prospects now moving up from Class 5A to Class 6A? Well, as far as I know, Class 6A has been in Class 6A the last couple of years. Have they really? I feel like they've been... Oh, you know what? I'm getting mixed up because I'm thinking of Carl Albert and McGinnis all the time. Okay, yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right. Never mind. Okay, but still, regardless, yeah. still, what... So, is this the year, though, that Dell City gets over the hump? Because I feel like we've seen some good seasons from them, and then we've kind of seen some early round exits. So, is this the year they can make a deep playoff run, do you think? Yeah, it is. It is, it is definitely. I think just, I got to actually see them firsthand just on the field during previews. Um, like I said, I think that they may be one of the best defenses in the state this year. With all the guys they're fielding, they have six or, six or seven, I believe, that are going to, they already have offers. It is going to play at the next level just on the defense alone. Uh, they have a really experienced defense, really, really stout defense. So I think, you know, defense wins championships. And if, if, if anybody will do it that way, I think they'll see you going to do it this year. Okay, now final moving to five. Now, okay, you know we 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 we've shared many laughs. Okay, right, you know on air, off air, about the dominance of your beloved Carl Albert Trojans. Now, I have to pose this question: Is Don't is, I'm tired. You call out the tired. Now I have to pose this question now. Is there anybody in 5A that could legitimately pose a legitimate threat? Because I feel like every year it's just we see an undefeated season, we see a steamroll to the championship, you know, and then we just see another gold ball. And it's, Is there somebody that you feel like can really, really, truly contend with your Carl Albert uh, tights. Oh, so you got to name like a homer here on, 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 on the front. So I don't think there is anybody. I mean, they, they, they bring back, quarter Carl brought back their, their quarterback, their quarterback now, Ben Harris, who's been there for years and just, he keeps on winning, you know, championships. He knows how to, he knows how to win. And you got Jamie on Hunt, who's their running back is going to come back and just, just that, that two, two person duo alone would usually be enough for a team to, you know, to kind of contend in the, in class 5A. But they got so many guys, just, they know how to win. A lot of guys know, uh, they have, they had, you know, brothers, sisters, or, or, uh, you know, uncles, you know, cousins that have come through Carl Albert and just knowing what is expected and, and, you know, how it is 
you know, what it takes to win a championship. And Coach Corley's, he's, he's wrangled his guys together every year. I think he'll do it again this year. I don't, I don't see anybody um, taking that crown away from this year. You know, we'll see after Ben Harris graduates, you know, see where they could be and who the next guy is up. But as of now, it, it, I think it's a pretty tough challenge for anybody to, to go against Carl Albert this moment. Okay, so uh, just hypothetically here, just uh, uh, assuming Carl continues to do what they do, they make it back to the championship. Who do you see uh, being the unfortunate team to have to play them in said championship game? Well, uh, let me see. How would the bracket work? I'm trying to figure out who's on the Google on the other side. Maybe Tulsa Kelly would probably uh, be the team. They kind of were injured last season. They didn't really get to their full potential. Uh, I think they would they would probably be the best on that side. I, I don't really know all the teams on the other side off the top of my head at the moment. But I think that, that would be the team that Carlisle would have to face. Um, but like I said, I'm not sure that they would be able to pull it through. Um, now, okay, so now I know Bishop McGinnis has been has been has been been up there and has fallen victim to Carl Albert. Or, uh, are they going to be strong again this year? I think I read is the the other day in the Oklahoma that they had lost. I think a, a, a good amount of players, but I know that their quarterback is back. How, how are they um, stacking up this season? Richardson, the one that went to OSU yeah. now? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Richardson, eight, eight. I mean, just losing a, losing a guy like that. And, like, you didn't win with, with both of them together. And then losing one of them, I, I, that's why I think they dropped down to fifth instead of second, as they typically are. And, you know, it's, it's tough to see what happens after one of your best guys leaves. That's why I was saying Carl Albert Well, see now, you see, you 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 mentioned though that when when Ben Harris company graduates from Carl Albert, that there's a shot. But see, part of me is feeling like it might not be the case because it seems like you just 
you just keep plugging guys in and, and the machine keeps turning and it just it keeps churning out gold balls. So I I sincerely hope that you're right for the rest of class 5A, because I am sure they would appreciate that fact. But uh okay, so it's it's so it's looking like another um another stranglehold on 5A this season. Okay, now 4A. Um, you mentioned a couple of teams in the open that you feel like could have good seasons. Um, who who else in 4A? Because it is escaping me now who all is in 4A. Um, who else in that classification uh, should people keep an eye on on this season? We uh, mentioned, I mentioned Wagner and uh, Weatherford. Heritage Hall is returning a stacked team, but now I believe, and correct me if I'm wrong on this, but isn't isn't two A power bags moving up to class three A this season? Because I know, again, I could be wrong because I know you, you guys had like four, three different classifications previews in the paper the other day, and I probably got it mixed up. Um, okay, well, I'll through. Okay, so then, so in 3A, then it's, it's seeming like it's probably going to be Heritage Halls to, to lose when I mean, we look at again how much talent they're returning. That again, that is a, a program that turns out win after win after win. Who would be their main competition this season? Well, we have Barry Hall and Holland Hall uh, coming up just behind them. You know, obviously, uh, uh, those 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 couple teams, they have, you know, like some of those star players that are coming back. And like I said before, that, that, really, that really takes high school teams to the next level. 
Barry Hill out there, you know, junior running back, Chase Burke, who's, you know, just ran for over 1,300 yards last year. Uh, to go along with Jake Miller, that quarterback, and that offense they're going to have, you know, they're one of the top, probably one of the top offenses in the state. Uh, Holland Hall, you know, obviously you know about Owen Trotsky, their team that's alive, and uh, just, just a massive, massive, massive kid. I mean, that he's, He's, he's been a problem for many offensive lines over his time, his, his tenure in high school. I, I, I don't see that changing this year. Uh, right, wrapping up around them is first trying. They, they've all mag, uh, Mason's or Mags. I, I hope I'm not saying his name wrong either, but he's, he's a four year starter for them. And, and, you know, one of our reporters, Cameron Jordan, actually got to go talk to them and, and really see what was going on. He's, he's really, really impressed. With, with Austin, he's really, he, he's, he, he thinks he's going to be one of the best quarterbacks in the state, if not the best. Uh, you know, kid is, he just, you know, shines with leadership, has a good arm, has a good size, and he just, he's, he's, he's a really good kid, kid for them. Uh, top five round, top five is Tokelman Christian. You know, they won it last year, we got to give them respect, they're up there still again for us. Uh, they just lost so many guys. Uh, last year, after, after graduating so many guys last year, they only turned three starters. Uh, so just uh, just seeing what what will happen with them, seeing if, if that winning tradition they won every game last year and the championship, seeing if that carries over to some of their guys. Jeez, that that is wow! Only three. Oh, that is a that is a mass loss. Then okay, well. Um, yeah, <laughs> I mean, I mean, wow, that day. Yeah, last year, so. That is going to be a steep hill to climb. Okay, well, yeah, no, that that's definitely interesting then to see how how they do because you know because like you mentioned before, you know, with everything kind of being in flux and whatnot, I, I, it's got to be extremely tough on teams like them that are only returning you know a couple of guys. That's gonna, okay, well. Um, Interesting to see that. Now, I, 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 I have to ask this because they're all my alma mater. Do you have any thoughts here on my beloved Mount St. Mary's Rockets? Now, I, I know we're led by uh, head coach Willis Alexander. It was a former state championship winning coach at Douglas. I think this is his third, third season now. Uh, I know they won their first scrimmage. I know they had a scrimmage yesterday this was Thursday against Blackwell. I don't know how we did in that. And I know they have a pretty good quarterback um, by the name of Luke Wagner and a punter whose name escapes me because I saw him on you all's uh, cl- uh, Class 3A, um, you know, all, all, all class list at punter. And his name escapes me. But um, do you have any, any thoughts on my Rockets this season? Well, you kind of you kind of summed up everything that that I was being faced that I've been getting. You know, that's, uh, we'll see what they we'll see how they do this year. You know, they they, they uh hopefully they surprise us. You know, they they haven't been ranked too high on our list. Um, but you know things could happen. They could they something great could happen. They could they could really shock everybody. Uh, yeah, you really you really already have all the down. Okay. Nothing much more than I can give you based off what you said. Okay. I mean, because I, 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 I went to uh, one game last year. I usually try to make make a couple. I only went to 
uh, one. But I, I know that those those were the two guys that just off the bat uh, caught my uh, caught my hand. But okay, well I'm I'm looking looking forward to it here. I know they got a quality coach here. Um, I just okay. Well, I'm wishing my Rockets the best this season. Now going on. Millwood last season in Class 2A, I heard they had an unbelievable uh, rash of injuries uh, on offense, especially at the quarterback position. Are, are they primed to make a pretty big return to the upper echelon of Class 2A this season? Oh, yeah, for sure. You know, injuries really caused a lot of issues for them last year. They obviously didn't get to play at their full potential. Um, we we have them now ranked at number three into the season just because they have so many guys coming back and so many guys that are going to be healthy this year to actually finally, you know, play at their best strength. And uh, just after last year going through all that, I know it was, I know it was pretty tough for them. Uh, and now to, now to come back and regroup and everybody get healthy, um, they're, they're definitely going to be a team that I think will be finished at, you know, playing late in the playoffs uh, come this end of the year. Uh, you know, I, I have high hopes for them. I think they're going to do a really good job this year. So, uh, Now, another team in 2A I wanted to ask about, uh, who I asked about earlier, mistakenly thinking they were Class 3A for some reason, was is is Beggs. Now, I know they're returning one of the better players in the state in Kimball Daniels, and they also have a very promising junior who was a guest on this podcast, four-star prospect. Uh, son of a... Uh, why is his name now escaping me? I brought this man on, and I can't... Uh, oh, AJ... Uh, AJ Brown, I believe his name. I, I think I just... Yeah, I think I'm I think I, just, I don't know why his name was escaping me right now. I can see his face and everything. This is killing me. But regardless, I believe it's AJ Brown, which is just crying saying, AJ, if if you're listening, I don't I I see your face, your name is getting me right now. But in any case, because <laughs> he's a great kid, and I, and I appreciated him taking the time to come on. Now I know they have those two back, and I know they kind of fell short of expectations last season. So can they? reach the state championship game again this season? Oh, definitely. Definitely. You know, it's really good, really good couple guys. Uh, you know, Kendall Daniels, like you said, he's not just one of the best. He's, he is he is projected as the best uh, athlete in the state. So we, we have him as number one, a couple different programs. So I won't mention their names, but they have him as number one as well. Uh, so, I mean, just, you know, just he, he's such a high caliber player. Uh, he's now committed to Texas A&M. Uh, he, you know, he had them in his top three. I believe it was uh, Texas A&M, OU, and uh, uh, Clemson. So just the uh, just going to Texas A&M, and you know, they they typically they get their guys to the NFL. And Cam Daniels has that. He has that spark to. He has enough talent to actually make it to the to the actual league, and not just play at the next level, but the next with the level after that. You know, so just going, I think choosing that school was was best for him. Um, like, but like I said, guy like that on your on your high school team, who 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 could potentially be an NFL player. I mean, that that really that really brings everybody up, you know, in the locker room. And, uh, they got the quarterback coming back. Uh, 
Oh, no, don't excuse me. Don't, I don't want. I don't want to say that on the left for sure. Uh, but you know, just they, you know, they got a good, good couple guys over there. And, uh, C.J. Brooks, J.J. Brown is that. Like, that that's who it is. Okay, I knew it was something with a J and a Brown. And I, like, I don't think it's A.J. It is something, but yes, he's the real deal. I saw his sophomore highlights. That man is indeed the real deal. That 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 right there is a very. Very special talent because I'm t- he does things that a normal sophomore uh, should not be able to do. But uh, yeah, no, that that's what that thing you did. That that that's what it, it was. CJ Brown, he's episode four or five, but he he came on, and I, I do appreciate that because uh, <laughs> uh, anyway, that, <laughs> that was a moment right there. Was yeah, like, did he oh. come on? Did he, did he come on just by himself as his own? Yeah, 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 yeah. He came on, but basically what happened is, so I follow, I follow Biggs on on Twitter because I, I got I got family there, and so I just, you know, like every time the football thing, you know, would tweet, I would like it, and I guess because I, I kept kept liking it, he he followed me one day, so I said, okay, well, I'm gonna just slide in DMs see if I can get a get an interview, and he said, yeah, and then we brought him on, and he came on, and we had a nice interview, and. Nice guy, that you know, funny, friendly guy. But I mean, when when he's on the field, though, I'm telling you, it is it is it is all business. I, I he, I mean, just I know he plays corner and running back, but I think he told me the majority of teams are looking at him as a running back. But I'm just tell you right now that that man right there is a, is a very special talent that I would keep an eye on for the next. Uh, the next two seasons, but yeah, no, he he did come on here, and uh, yeah, I was kind of, I was kind of, I was kind of surprised too, James. You no, know, it's not, it's not every day that you know, <laughs> you just <laughs> that just happened. Kind of like that, yeah. <laughs> you, you really, you might have hit the way to get into contact with him. I might have to look at uh, get that contact with him myself for my own argument. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'll go back and listen to that podcast. It sounds interesting. I want to hear what he has to say about some things. Uh, he can actually probably inform me a lot more on bigs. Uh, just from you know somebody looking in from the outside, you can really, you really kind of look. Was that was that really what you guys were talking about? Just kind of. It was kind of. It was kind of. It was kind of all over. So you know, I always try to get to know the person. So we, you know, I had to ask some questions about that, and then you know, it was mainly a lot about, um, you know, like what's it like playing with Kendall, you know, having somebody that's, you know, is also being heavily recruited, you know, you, here you are two years behind him getting heavily recruited. How's that dynamic going? Um, then I think I did ask him about the team, uh, you know, about their goals for the season, how they're looking. Uh, then I also asked him, you know, to compare his his running styles and just various different, different things. I think at one point I even asked him, what his favorite TV show was. So if you, if you listen, there's just a bunch of, it's just a hodgepodge of personal-related questions about the CJ. We got football-related questions about CJ. We have team-related questions about bags and CJ. So, you know, it's just a, it, it, it's, uh, I mean, I, I I thought it was a pretty good interview. It should be on, uh, yeah, it's on uh, either, you know, Apple Podcasts or Spotify. It's on, it's on the playlist. So I think it's, I think it was episode three. I think it was three, yeah. But uh, yeah, no, I mean it, it's, it's definitely there. But I'm telling you, when I when I watch the highlights though, to uh, 
to uh, get some get some questions for him. I I I, I was I was baffled because I I know I know you're you're a fellow UCO Bronco, and he had a highlight. I don't I don't know if you saw uh, T.J. Roberts JUCO highlight tape when he signed. But there was a clip uh, when uh, TJ leaped over a defender, and uh, CJ did the same thing, and I it was just like, man, this this guy. I mean, to leap leap over a standing defender, keep your balance, <laughs> stiff on a guy. I'm just like, man, this, this guy is just unreal right now. But yeah, no, he he's definitely a uh, a a uh, very very special talent and, and a very humble kid. I I, I really think he. Uh, I really think that the sky is the sky is the limit for uh, for him. But uh, but the, oh, okay, okay. Now um, outside of outside of those two, is there anybody else in class two A that um, should be should be should not be slept on by uh, fans? Ryan and Jones are they're, they're, they're the top two teams in their class for us. Uh, obviously, I had solid right. Just the, you know, massive defensive, defensive tackle, defensive end. Uh, to, he's committed to uh, Arkansas now. Um, just his, his father played the NFL Jets uh, as a linebacker. So, uh, obviously, he knows he knows how to, how to lead a team. And his father's actually one of the coaches on the team, too. So, yeah, I mean, they just, just that by itself can help a team out uh, uh, come around and you know and you know chase the gold ball they're, they're number one for us at the moment uh, Jones is wrapping up behind them uh, they have their junior quarterback you know Carson May coming back and we expect big things out of him this year <laughs> so I mean just a lot, a lot of a lot of talent in that class uh, class 2A you know, you, you think that, you know, lower classes, you know, there, there's not much going on there. But I'll tell you, this this year, there's a lot of good players, you know, coming out of those out of those teams and, and that class. And they're really, really the top players in the state. Like you mentioned, Ken Daniels, C.J. Brown, Carson May, all those guys are just it's, – it's amazing that they have such talent at the lower class level. So uh, just expect big things out of that. Out of that. You know, it's going to be – I think it's going to be – an actual race this year in that class. Just there's so many good teams and so many good players there. Um, it, it's just going to be a difficult. It's going to be one of those one of those deals where it's up in the air. You know, you can't really just you can't just know like it is. I would say it is five eight, in my opinion, where you know it's quite a lot. But you know, this class here is going to be there's so many good teams. I mean, you know, how do you know how it will look after coming off so many injuries? You know, getting a chance to actually, you know, play full potential, what will they do this year? You know, and stuff like that just makes it, makes it, you know, difficult to see. So, uh, really excited about that class. Really excited to see where they end up uh, after this year. Oh, yeah, because cause Jones is a program that has that's been consistent, whether they've been 3A or 2A. That's, that's also one of the, felt like kind of one of the most underrated programs that as far as consistently churning out uh, winning seasons. Now, in Class A, I know Defending champ Ringling, I know they lost some players, most notably, I think it was 6'7", tight end Cody Scott that signed with UCO uh, during the signing period. 
Are they still the team to be in Class A this season? That's what we deem. We deem they're still up there. Cash is just right behind them, though. You know, just, you know, Ringling is still a pretty, really good program. They lost a couple guys, but, you know, just, we'll see what happens this year. Uh, any, 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 any teams you feel like can, uh, contend to dethrone them? Yeah, like I said, you know, cash, cash is one of those, uh, then when you get, you know, when you get down to these lower schools, because it's difficult to pronounce the team names the way you should, you should, uh, somebody that hasn't got a chance to cover the teams a lot, just, you know, just over my lifetime. Uh, Paul Huska is who I believe, how you, how you pronounce it. Uh, you know, you got to see quarterback Bryce Drummond is coming back, and he's he's probably you know he's he's in run for one of those best quarterbacks in the state. You know, one of those guys that are that's really really good. He put up huge numbers for them last year. Uh, you know, Thomas is up there. Uh, they have a standout defender, uh, Aiden Kelly, who you probably know is you know an OSU commit. Yes, um, he's really 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 good. You know, really good guy. Those. You know, just, just teams like that are just coming up and, you know, really, uh, you know, going to get ring in there, <laughs> run for their money this year, I think. You know, just uh, really good teams coming up. If you, if you guys want to look, uh, look at these, uh, you know, we have every single class listed out in Oklahoma. Uh, go to Oklahoma to sports, you know, and just look at, we have all the class rankings. We have class, uh, you know, Teams who who the best players in each you know class to fill out a team. We have the best players in the entire state, uh, just based on all of them together, combine them. Uh, so if you can, just you know go reach out and go look over there, see what you think. Let me know. Uh, I'm on Twitter at James D Jackson 15. Uh, you can DM me if you like. You can email me. Everyone get in contact with me. So. Yeah, I got to get it soon. So, uh, yeah, no, 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 no. They, they, I think Oklahoma provides really, really solid high school coverage. I, I think they, they probably do about the best job as anybody um, to to get that because there were things that I I didn't know about, especially the, the teams in the small division. Now, before I let you go here, James, give me. I don't, I don't know if you have schedules in front of you or whatnot, but it just. Do you have any uh, key matchups this season that uh, people should be on the on the lookout for? Yeah, see, that's one of the things that the, uh, the pandemic kind of hurt everybody. And knowing we, you know, games are there's been games canceled, there's been games postponed. There's we we as of right now, we don't really have all the schedules uh, for each team. Um, so you know that that's that's made it difficult for everybody. We've we've had to call uh, coaches and ads and make sure you know the games were scheduled for tonight are still going on. Uh, just seeing you know how everything's going to happen. So uh, I guess I couldn't really tell you just off the top of my head because I don't know who's going to play who. <laughs> that's the thing. And, uh, it's going to be one of those things where it's kind of week by week basis where we can have to see who's playing what and how we can schedule our our coverage just you know just we don't really know a concrete deal at the moment so yeah i tell you if you don't know covering covering high school sports it it is definitely uh it, it's definitely something <laughs> it it is it's definitely 
It, it's definitely a doozy. But uh, again, those 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 guys over there at at, at Oklahoma do a great job. Well, James, I, I appreciate you again taking time out of your busy schedule to come on, talk to me again. As as always, you're more than welcome to come back on it at uh, at any point in time. And I thank you for. Uh, giving my listeners and I some quality knowledge on this upcoming football season that hopefully will go well. We'll see games played, and you know, hopefully we'll 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 have some you know champions crowned, and you know, all well in the world. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, definitely. All right, James. All right, thank you, James. I see you. All right. Thank you all for tuning in to a very special episode of the Smooth Sports Podcast brought to you by the SwaveReport.com. Join me next time as I once again go beyond the field and the court for the stories you don't see in the headlines. My name is Jonathan J.G. Smooth Goodo. I'll talk to you all later.